Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio, and we are going to finish up where we left off yesterday, overcoming your fear of rejection. But Julie, I have an interesting question for you, hmm. and I haven't prepared yeah. you for this. <laughs> Sorry, I was just on the coaching oh, call. Oh boy, thanks and, for the uh, but, Yeah, you're right. You're welcome. But you know, we had our mastermind call this morning for everyone that basically helped to make the book, Harris Rules, the number one international bestseller. And I was thinking back about the questions that the members were asking today. I was thinking about back on some of the coaching calls I've had this week, and it just occurred to me. And I know this, knew this from you know already, but we've never really talked about it before. Uh, and I'll put it out there. So, guys, I believe that those of you who who think that your life should be about pursuing comfort are going to ultimately fail. Um, and I believe that the greatest sense of accomplishment in our lives come on the other side of great amounts of discomfort and we believe societally we believe that we have to be experienced that essentially experiencing discomfort is somehow bad or somehow to be avoided and really when you drill down on the idea of avoiding discomfort when you think that that's normal you know, to take the easy road to try to figure out how to game something, you know, more practically speaking, buying your leads would be a perception of, uh, you know, basically not allowing yourself to be uncomfortable. When you listen to all these bullshit artists that are out there that are telling you that you don't really have to, you know, do the real work. In other words, they're telling you the exact opposite of what we say. And what we say is doing what you don't want to do and you don't want to do at the highest level is the key to ever increasing levels of success and not just your business, but your personal life, right? You guys know that what we're telling you is intuitively true. But look at how many people are out there that are telling you the exact opposite. They want you to believe that anything that makes you uncomfortable is going to be, you know, that's fine, that path to pursue. And I think that's fascinating. You know, I had a coaching call this morning from someone I haven't talked with for a long time. And, um, you know, he came back to coaching. And he makes maybe two and a half, three million dollars personal income per year. Um, he'd come, he came back to coaching because he was realizing that he'd gotten away from, you know, he had a big brokerage, he wasn't selling anymore, and sort of, you know, basically put himself on, he was coasting, you know, making enough money, he didn't really care. But he'd realized that since he got out of coaching, he stopped moving forward. He sort of stagnated. So I asked him kind of where he was putting his best efforts every day, and every single thing he rattled off involved basically absolutely no discomfort. So in other words, he had stopped doing all the things that were necessary for him to become the person that he is. And then he he saw he he realized he was getting fat. He realized that he hadn't been increasing his net worth. He'd realized that his relationships with the people that matter in his life, you know, all those things were starting to degrade because he started to believe in the sort of religion of comfort. So, what do you think about that, Julie? Well, I'm not surprised that you said that. I think that many of our listeners might be surprised that somebody at that income level would self-profess to getting into that complacency mode. I think there's lots of different flavors that happen along the road at different success levels, but it gets down to the same core principles that we outline in Harris Rules, for example, the following one course until successful, doing the things that you don't want to do when you don't want to do them, even when you have plenty of money coming in. And I think that 
the agents and brokers who have that consistent income, especially when some of it's passive, are actually at more risk, not less, of falling back and getting into that complacent zone. So I think it's interesting, and we do hear about it from many different uh, coaching calls throughout the week. And good for him for coming back and being introspective and saying, hey, I need help with this. So we're glad to have him back. And I think that maybe this is resonating with some of our listeners, hopefully. Well, so so there's there's an interesting thought, and then I want to get back to where our topic is supposed to be, but maybe we should do a show about this, Julie, is what are you doing yeah. every single day that makes you truly uncomfortable? Seriously, how much time every single day, week, month, year, are you actually spending being uncomfortable? You know, it's, I think it's an incredible question because the answer is, Virtually no time in your life is spent being uncomfortable. You will not ask questions of folks that might result in rejection, i.e. you being uncomfortable. You will not do things physically, go to the gym, that will result in you being Even in better condition. Even get out of bed, right? You will not They'd get rather out of sleep bed. in and be comfortable. Right. So guys, right. Your whole life is designed, and you think it's okay. You think that's going to work out for you if you stay on this path of just being comfortable. I just want to be happy. I, you know, I worked hard enough. I want to be, I, things got to be easier. Guys, look, let's say you're like the client I was just telling you about who've been very, he's been very successful. He's a multi, multi-millionaire, but he is smart enough to know that if he doesn't go back to a lifestyle of at least setting aside two or three hours a day where he's uncomfortable, not doing just what he wants to do, that he's going to lose what he has because he already saw that he was losing what he had. That is the irony of comfort. That is the irony. Look, there's nothing wrong with sitting on the couch occasionally and watching HBO. I mean, Julie and I do. You talk? You kidding me? Game of Thrones? We're, hell yeah, we're watching that. But we're not designing our lives around that type of behavior. We don't feel comfortable, and we had to teach ourselves this, discipline ourselves uh, to do this. We don't actually deserve to relax at the end of the day unless we've been uncomfortable throughout the day doing what we didn't want to do and we didn't want to do it at the highest level and yet the amount of the amount of time that all of most people spend being uncomfortable throughout their day is literally zero right zero time is spent asking questions of prospects in a sales environment well do you even consider yourself a salesperson you know if you do how often are you actually asking questions that might result in you hearing no i.e. experiencing discomfort. How many of you actually are trying to master new skills of going after new sources of business? How many of you are actually trying to better yourselves in any aspects of your lives, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, with your family? Or are you just basically trying to stay comfortable all the time? It's fascinating, isn't it? We, a lot of people get to a point in their lives, and typically it's in their like late 30s, into their 40s, into their 50s, where all of a sudden they start gravitating towards this idea that all they need is a big screen TV and a Barco lounge or whatever the hell they're called, and they're good to go, right? I just want to be comfort. And then their whole lives are designed to get back to that state of complacency and comfort. And, and I get it. I understand why you guys are so attracted to that, but you have to see that there, is a, there are wolves all around you that are consuming you when you act like that. There are all the jackasses that are trying to sell you the done-for-you leads. There are all the people that are trying to convince you to hit this easy button or hit the other easy button, and then somehow magically all your problems are going to be solved. You actually will lose what you have. Like if it took you 10 years to get to where you are, and you are – you have achieved some level of success and comfort, and fun you are fairly financially well off. 
if you stop fighting every single day and stop trying to improve and start seeking comfort, it took you 10 years, but you'll lose what you have inside 24 months. You guys all know what I'm telling you is true. You know what I'm saying intuitively is true. Look around at the things that you're no longer trying to you know, improve, make yourself uncomfortable around. If you stop working out and you stop taking care of your body, how long does it take for your body to start basically reminding you that uh, pursuing the path of comfort wasn't a good idea? You know, if you start, you know, anything in life that basically is an overemphasis uh, on being comfortable, avoiding things that make you uncomfortable, guys, on the other side of that is absolute misery because you're going to let too much time pass you're going to create some deep financial holes, emotional holes, maybe some physical you know, health problems, some family issues, all these types of things if you're not constantly focused on moving yourself forward and improving. And it's okay to feel uncomfortable when you're doing so. Matter of fact, there's nobility in being uncomfortable because you're doing what other people will never do. That's the reason that when people think, when they say to us, well, it's difficult to uh, you know, write a book or it's difficult to you know, become rich. It's difficult to all these types of things. Yeah, so what? Yeah, sure, it requires some effort. It requires being uncomfortable. It requires putting in more effort. But look what the payoff is. And you guys can do the exact same thing. So, look, this isn't the topic of today's show, but I've seen this recurring theme, and I realize it's part and parcel fourth mm-hmm. quarter where people are trying to rationalize being lazy. Fight against your over this sort of insatiable desire to be comfortable. You Look, you got the last week in November. You can take it off then. you got the couple weeks between Christmas and New Year's. You can chill then. But other than that, you guys have to stay drilled down. So, Julie, any other thoughts on that, or you want to finish up your points from the other day? Yeah, well. It's a TFW for some of these guys that have embraced that thought. So I just wanted to point out a couple uh, of our Facebook posters. Wayne Johnson in particular says, it's TFW. This morning I'm doing my follow-up calls to the expireds on the waterfront lot that Julie told me to take the listing. That was from the premier coaching uh, session. They committed and stated, quote, I would love to work with you. Document is on the way for signing, and we'll post photos later. One down, nine more coming. Wayne is doing the TFW Challenge, and I am confident that he will indeed take 10 listings over the next 90 days or less. Okay, lots of discussion between our posters on Facebook about different techniques that they're doing. Somebody had asked about the pursuit of expireds, expired door knocking, you know, leaving them handwritten cards and things like that. Somebody asked that question, and one of our coaching members said, yes, absolutely. I first emailed an expired, snail mailed them twice, left two door hangers, and then one summer day walked right up to the door and uh, saw my uh, door hanger was still there. He was watering his garden, walked up to him, had a chat, got the listing. Yep, it works. So thank you for those of, you know, I mean, die, taking action, you know, it works. I'm just saying, and I love it when these guys post and share with each other and encourage each other that, yes, when you work, it works. And also, as with regards to this radio show, we've been talking about the TED Talk uh, from Jia Jang, Learning from Rejection, and that's posted on the Facebook page as well. Thanks to uh, Tim Ventura putting that up. And we just have a few points to round out our discussion about overcoming rejection. After all, that plays into your point, Tim, about comfort. Why is rejection or getting into situations of conflict avoided? Because it makes you uncomfortable, because it causes discomfort. Well, that's the same thing that's costing you money. So if you missed yesterday's ramp up to this, because we're rounding out these points, then go to realestatecoachingradio.com and get caught up. So on to 
what did our example who went head on to actually dealing with rejection, he went to a website called rejectiontherapy.com and had ideas like uh, walking up to a Starbucks manager and saying, will you let me be a greeter? Well, things that you'd expect to hear no to. But what did he find out? Well, point number nine, he learned that finding the objection, when he would get somebody to say their objection, he could overcome it instead of running from the rejection that he was perceiving. Now, that made me think of things like how we teach them the listing presentation, the Sharpie close, getting the objections out front, and then presenting to that. He learned when you can find the objection, you can overcome it and turn a no into a yes. There's a huge lesson in that because previous to this experiment, he wasn't even getting to the objection. He was just sensing some rejection and running away from it. And isn't real estate full of that? Anything you want to add to that thought, Tim? Nope, other than the fact that it looks like Blog Talk Radio is about to boot us off. So um, we're going to have to wrap up. And, Julie, you're going to post – You're going to post. for some reason we have a 15-minute show today. Mr. Ventura, are you listening? Oh. So wh it's what we're going Facebook. to do is – Yes, we're going to post the rest of the comments on our private Facebook page and in the article. But in the meantime, guys, if you need us for anything, it's Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. And anytime you guys need help with anything, let us know. Sorry about the abbreviated show today. We're having slight technical issues. We'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Thank <laughs> you.